0: Live. 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 Catch the broadcast on, on the line we joined by Richard Carter head of assurance at Allen Gray to give us some insight into this theme such a pleasure to have you with us Richard
1: it's a pleasure to be with you thank you very much
0: Fantastic. I guess first things first, I understand that there's a number of uh, pension fund index rankings from a global point of view, mm. uh, which have reviewed the performance of South Africa's pension fund industry and, I guess, the system overall. Give us some clarity and context here, because uh, the system works, but it's not competitive, I guess, against its peers. Uh, would this be accurate?
1: Um, Yes, that's very interesting. There is a, a study that's done by a, a global consulting firm. Um, um, we just call them Mercer's for short, um, and they've they've do this. They produce this index every year. Um, there's 44 countries studied, um, and and we rank 34 out of 44. And um, before you think that's absolutely terrible, um, these are generally 44 countries with good pension fund systems. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many many countries that would uh, rank more poorly if they were included um, in the index, but they're not included because because they, you know, they're, I don't know. The authors haven't got to them, or the, or the data is not available, um, or, or the or they. You know, they just don't have meaningful pension industries. So so we are we are in in you know thirty fourth out of forty four. But do bear in mind that, that there's many first world countries in there that would be expected to rank higher than us. So it's not all doom yeah. and gloom. But I think we'd like to be um, you know a bit higher up the table than that.
0: Got you. I'm glad you've mentioned that, Richard, because we're not scaring anyone to say, don't save for your retirement because the system is no, bust. No, no, no. No,
1: yes. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And in yeah. many respects, you know, we don't rank down there in, on every metric. Um, where really we, we have one or two things that, that drag us down relative relative to other countries. And in a nutshell, the, those things, um, and you can use v- various words to describe it, but it's, it's really the rate at which um, money is taken out of the system before retirement. You could mm-hmm. call that leakage or you could call that early access or you could, you know, give it whatever name you like. But bottom line is a lot of money gets paid out um, along the way. And that results in, you know, uh, a poor score on adequacy, because many people retire with inadequate benefits. Um, And compared to other countries that do a better job of preserving savings and therefore getting a higher um, average outcome um, for members, you know, that's where we fall short.
0: Absolutely, I'm glad that you've clarified that that it's uh, that aspect of the system. But everything else along that side, the value chain, and of course the ecosystem, does work effectively. But give us further clarity as to why this challenge remains, especially that of leakages and early withdrawals.
1: You know. uh... I think part of it is, um, a function of where we are in our, uh, journey as, as a country. Um, and, you know, it's very difficult to tell people who are struggling, um, you know, you know, to emerge from, uh, what, what could be called poverty to, to emerge from that situation, um, and to tell them, no, 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 don't worry, because in however many decades time, you're going to need, um, you know, to, to look after yourself and your family. And, you know, the, Pressing priorities do take priority, and that's understandable. So I think it's it's part of it is inevitable, and then part of it is you know we, we just haven't done a good enough job of, of, of encouraging people to save for longer, of preventing them from taking money um, when when maybe they don't desperately need it. Um, and so there's always this balancing act. You don't want to, um, you know, you don't want people to starve when there's money in their pension fund, but in the, mm-hmm. on a on the flip side of that, you don't want them to spend that money prematurely and not give it the time to build up um, to result in, in an income. So that, that's, a, that's a big piece um, of, the, um, you know, of the story, yeah.
0: Yeah, understood. And I guess this adds to the complexities of trying to encourage South Africans to remain disciplined in their saving for retirement, increase their contribution for retirement saving, and of course, uh, stop uh, or withhold um, any uh, withdrawals that they're likely going to make. And all of this just goes back to the, you know, the current cost of living and the challenges we see in South Africa.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's a giant balancing act um, to try and improve the lot of South Africans, to improve job creation and all of those other economic things. That's all very, very important because if people aren't earning, how can they save? So you've got to tackle multiple problems at once. We can't just, you know, solve one problem and think we've, um, uh, think we've done it. Um, but we do, over time... Um, you know, with that progressive realization, we do need to make sure that people are saving more, leaving it for longer, um, putting those savings to work to help build the economy and ultimately you know, having meaningful um, retirement nest eggs that they, can, that they can live off in the future.
0: Mm. Uh, Richard this comes at a very intriguing point because uh, if there's some shortages in our system or I guess challenges in our system the 2 pot uh, retirement system is also looking to be implemented uh, in the first quarter of uh, second quarter of next year and this in itself allows and offers South Africans the opportunity to dip into some of their retirement savings does this further add to complications or does this provide us with a managed <laughs> way of dealing with it
1: yeah there's no there's no simple answer i'll i'll um trying to keep it as simple as possible yeah. um I think it's a system that is trying to move us in the right direction it's trying to balance access with preservation and that's really really important but of course it does add complexity because every time you change things you know you, you the old system doesn't go away so it's a change on an existing system so yes it does make things more complicated but ultimately um, it's the right direction it's a good move um, as to your question as to your, your you know you said will be implemented in, in quarter two next year that's, that's still contentious as well yes. because there's a lot that needs to be done and time is short um, so it's a, it's a big topic. Um, it has implementation challenges, but ultimately, it's it's the it's the right direction. We need to say to people, you know, who fall on hard times, and and COVID highlighted this, right? It was just an example. Um, but when 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 times are tough, there needs to be some sort of safety release mechanism that says yes, you can access some funds, but not all of it. Um, you also need to balance that with. You know trying to preserve some money all the way through to to retirement, so I think it's a it's a, it's the right direction to go in um, but um it's going to give give us a, you know quite a headache to get
0: there mm. I guess this also goes back to you know what we as investors can do you know to encourage greater savings to uh, really do our best to try to engage and understand the changes in regulation, but most importantly, just remain disciplined uh, within our contributions and our savings.
1: Absolutely. And, um, and that, that is, you know, if we, if we just don't talk about the, the system and, you know, what it means for the millions, but if we bring it to, to, to our individual behavior, absolutely. You know, um, it is important to remain disciplined, whether that's in a retirement fund or, or saving in some other way. Um, but. But you need to stay the course, have a plan, and stick to it to be able to you know accumulate solely over time. It is a delayed gratification thing it's not it's an instant to be able to build up um you know the that that nest egg which you know you can live off, which is there for emergencies you know which which can fund purchases that you could never imagine you could could afford so it is a it is a really important process, and discipline's part of key part of it.
0: Mm. Richard, I also imagine for many of us who are employees uh, and are contributing to pension funds Mm. or entrepreneurs and contributing to retirement annuities, you know, we're trying to remain uh, resilient and disciplined, but we also need a sense of reassurance that industry participants within the retirement industry and investment arena are also. I guess, engaging in the right conversations to uh, alleviate some of these challenges, especially from a systematic point of view, uh, influencing our discipline and also encouraging us to remain disciplined and engaging on new regulatory changes like the two-point system. Uh, Is this something that is happening within the industry overall that that I guess Mm. we can find comfort in?
1: yeah that's a really important point. I think you know th- as i said uh th- I think these changes are directionally the right thing and it's it's really it's really great to be working on something that you think is going to um, result in a better outcome um you know for for the average person saving for their retirement and so I do think we're working on the right thing. I do think we're trying to solve it, but we must uh, acknowledge it's it's hard we have to put our heads down um we have to solve the problems there are technicalities um and and we can't just uh, uh, gloss over uh, over that you know this pension fund system we've got, um, we 've got you know has been built over decades and decades and decades, and it is complex and there are many many participants um and and so it 's not something where we can just uh, snap our fingers and we 're in the you know and we 're in a new uh, new world with a new system um, It takes hard work um and that, and that 's what we 're doing we 're we're, we're working at it, but at least we 're working on something that 's you know going to have a very positive outcome for, for ordinary South
0: Africans. 100%. And I think that's what we need to make sure of and understand as consumers and employees is that our industry uh, representatives and participants are uh, strong, resilient, and our money is safe. We're not scaring anyone off to say that uh, they shouldn't save for the retirement. If anything, they should. Uh, and, of course, capitalize on opportunities that do exist in the market. Uh, your closing comments, Richard, I guess, just to allay some of the concerns, but I guess increase the awareness of uh, retirees uh, and those who are saving for retirement, uh, what do we need to be cognizant of?
1: Yeah, uh, sure. They're quite, quite a challenge to say. What's the, <laughs> what's the closing thought? Sure. You know, for for individual people looking at all this, I think just you know look through the noise. We we are trying to build a better system, um, and and that is. That is there to help you, and to to mean that if you you know save consistently, contribute to your pension fund or your savings vehicle, and stick to it, you know there's there's going to be um uh, you know a reward at the end, which is you know a nest egg that you can live off. And I think that is something, um, when when everything's very short term focused, it's something to to keep in mind and and keep striving towards.
0: Hundred percent, Richard. A great pleasure speaking to you, sir. And thank you so much for your time.
1: You too. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. That's Richard Carter, Head of Assurance at Ellen Gray, helping us understand the challenges and opportunities in South Africa's retirement fund. Now, it doesn't mean you should stop saving. No, keep doing it. That's what we need you to do. It works for your benefit and, of course, future generations where you're trying to uh, not only build your wealth, but, of course, preserve it and, again, bequeath it onto your necessary loved ones going forward. So the retirement system uh, does have some shortages just in terms of the levels of withdrawals that we participate in in South Africa. There's changes to the regulatory system that we haven't had any clarity on just yet, but at least find comfort in the fact that if you speak to a certified financial planner, a financial advisor from an accredited institution, this is where they can assist you with making the right decisions, the rules, and understanding the controls that exist in order to make sure that your retirement kitty and retirement savings will uh, not only remain fairly safe, of course, within um, um, the realms of the law, but that you also will likely meet your investment and retirement goals. So there's a few challenges, but opportunities still remain and fundamentally do speak to our discipline and our resilience as South African investors. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. 50 years of long term investing, Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. And if you missed it live, Catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za.